Welcome to Season of the Bitch, the leftist feminist podcast that has been kicking around for five, five damn years. Today we have Laura, Zoe, Ozzy, and Kellen. Oh, um yeah in case you didn't fucking get the hint uh today we are celebrating our five-year anniversary yay happy (laughs) birthday to us we're five happy birthday to us you know um basically a marriage at this point for us we're we're married to not only each other but also (laughs) The idea of the podcast. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. The podcast is the fifth member right. of the thruple, quintuple, <laughs> whatever it is at this point. Exactly. <laughs> the podcast is like a um like a cloud of vibes mm-hmm. that exists on its own at this point. Wow. Yeah, you've heard of the cloud. Now think of the cloud of vibes. <laughs> of the cloud (laughs) (laughs) so i'm gonna start with some good vibes well to be honest i've been having this internal feeling lately of like i don't even know if people still like the podcast and i know that's just like my brain doing its thing but you still like us I still not you. No, oh. this is me to the audience. <laughs> Zoe like, also <laughs> just made the the bottom emoji face, basically. So true. <laughs> that's, my, that's my permanent face. That's my face. <laughs> that's that's my face. Right no, it, this is me face. to the listeners. Like, do you still like us? Yeah, I was about to say, like, are you mad at I us? I can't believe you're asking me that question. Like, oh. obviously, I'm in love with all of you. I know that was never in question. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Great, just being just. That has never been in question. But no, sorry, go on. Ugh, but no, as I was like being moody about this, we got this really, really sweet message on Instagram that I just want to read because I did share this with Zoe and Kellen because they have iPhones, but because I'm in the woods and can't <laughs> send pictures to our group Cursed. thread because Ozzy has an Android, I, um, I'm going to share it here. Season of the Bee literally means so much to me. First off, I love listening to a podcast, a leftist podcast, where I don't feel like I'm being yelled at or feel stupid because I can't understand the mountains of jargon being used. I can really tell y'all are very kind people who made this podcast to learn and help others learn, and it's really refreshing. I also love astrology and witchy vibes, so this podcast is literally my favorite. Okay, love you, bye. Oh, <laughs> I love that so much. Ugh. That's so sweet. I also love when, like, I think we've gotten similar comments specifically about, like, thank you for, like, not using jargon, and I'm like, I don't know what it means either when people do that. Yeah, no, <laughs> and, but, like, also for those of us that have d- fucking gone through the hell that is grad school... You see it in any setting, you know, academic or otherwise, if there are people there, particularly men who just want to seem smart, they're going to be saying a bunch of, like, 
thesaurus words that aren't necessary or whatever the fuck. At least that was my grad school experience. Was just and I people... refuse to know what they're talking about. <laughs> well, I also just like to call them out because I don't because they don't know what they're talking about. That's the that's the actual thing. <laughs> it's true. Ugh. But no, yeah, the smartest people are the ones that can say what they're saying without using words that no one knows what they mean. Yeah. And I also think that like there's something about acknowledging our own gaps in knowledge that I think is good <laughs> for people. Um, also, we've had people come up to us and be like, oh, you know so much about so many things. Like y'all know we do research for these episodes, right? <laughs> like, like we don't just come on here and be like, yeah, I know everything about the history of Ukraine. No. <laughs> Uh, do some research ahead of time. Obviously, we didn't really do research for this one, but that's that's when you get that raw, uncut gems featuring <laughs> us instead of Adam Sandler. Um, but anyways, I thought we could start with what this podcast has meant for each of us and like the journey it's taken each of us on. Who wants to go first? <laughs> I, I assumed... Yeah. I feel I can, but I also is that weird? I'm the newest one, so I don't think it's weird. I don't think it's weird. All right. Yeah. Um, Tell us what it was like as an early listener of the pod. <laughs> yes. Well, yeah, so my journey was probably a bit different from y'all's because I joined the most recently, but I did start listening to the podcast. I think it must have been pretty early on because I did go to the live show that y'all did in New York, which I have since been reminded was the one year anniversary. So like, I yes. must have been listening before that. Yeah. Because why did I want to go to this show? <laughs> um, but I feel like this was like around the time that there was like Chapo Trap House and a bunch of other podcasts that were like leftist, but also had a lot of white guys on them. And Season of the Bitch was one of the only podcast that I could find or like heard anyone talking about that was not like that um so I loved it I feel like we're gonna talk more a little bit later about some of my favorite episodes that made me fall in love with all of you <gasps> um but then I went to the live show which was the one year anniversary saw everyone in person <laughs> fell in love even more um <laughs> later can you Zoe... please can oh, wait, you please yeah. tell everyone what you told me about the bat story yes please <laughs> <laughs> okay so at the live show there it was like a Q&A with all of the hosts at the time there were five hosts so <laughs> one of the questions was who would win in a fight Laura or a Laura sized bat and it was decided that Laura could not vote because that would be biased so Two people said Laura. Two people said the Laura-sized bat. I was like, what the fuck? It's clearly exactly. Laura. Right. And in my mind, I was like, they need me up there. Like, I need to be I the tie-breaking vote to be yes. like, yes, it's Laura. Laura will win in this Wait, fight. what did Kellen say? I think I said the bat. Yes, Kellen did say the bat. <laughs> that's exactly what I I feel like that's expected. very I think I also knew so that, but I couldn't remember. It's not about Laura. It's Honestly, about- it's actually rude. <laughs> No, we that giant bat could pick you up and drop you from a very high. There's nothing you could do about that. I would lose against a Kellen-sized bat. Um, no, That's... you're both canceled for saying this. Yeah, yeah. No, <laughs> but I would win. I, I, I think, think like 
Laura Maybe. could take almost any human. Okay, that's that's fair. Um, I just see that I'm not that... sure about, but I am <laughs> sure about. Like about I'm just like, that. could I? Could I take? Her oh, away? I I I think that when we remove the species angle, the flight thing is really what gets me. You know, once you yeah, pick something up and drop it, fucking blind. I feel like I would just come for it anyway. Mm. It's fine. But the wingspan, like they can wrap. Zoe gets it. <laughs> Ozzy gets it. <laughs> well, yeah. I clearly. For the uh, record, I've never been a part of this voting. I just now. want to say. I'm just thinking through the way. Well, you're in it now. Yeah. I'm not now you're part I of abstain. It. I'm a Libra moon. I'm abstaining. That's <laughs> Honestly, I'm more offended now because now it's only Ozzy voting for me and two people are voting <laughs> yeah, against me. Yeah, what the me. fuck? Well, I'm it's not, not about voting. <laughs> you are voting. You said what you believe. That's voting. <laughs> No, all I said was they have a wingspan. You have a wingspan. You I just do. Have wings. And you have the arms. wings are so light. The thing is, I would just take them out. Go for their center. Mm. I'm not saying it wouldn't be a tough battle. I'm just worried that once <laughs> they get you and drop you, there's nothing that can be done at that point. Then I would put a giant trampoline underneath you so you would be Oh, well, yeah. If Ozzy's got the so giant much, trampoline. Ozzie. I really appreciate you coming Change through, being my... One and only, I guess. <laughs> in the in the battle of you versus the bat, yeah. Um, yeah. I just I think you know like who you should bring with you to the bat fight as I do. your second. I do. I'd like to say I've that. learned that now. <laughs> I am assuming this was a solo fight. I was too. Honestly, the there are no rules. I mean, the coven will win. What? In the oh bat? my god! I said if it's the coven versus a Laura-sized bat, we would obviously <laughs> win. Fair, fair. But true. True. Well, clearly this is just as hot button of an issue as it was four years ago. Yeah. <laughs> and clearly we need to do another live show one day to yes. address these pressing issues of the day. Exactly. Um, but anyway, I guess to wrap up my my season of the bitch story, um, one other fun thing is that Zoe came to a reading group I ran at some point and I was like, oh my God, that's like one of the hosts of season. Oh my of the God. Bitch. They're oh. so hot and cool. What if I say something weird and embarrassing? Oh my God. Um, they are but... so hot and cool, but guess what? So are you. That's true. <laughs> no, that did happen. And there was this really strange man there. Do you remember that? I also that? remember that. And that was like the only time that he was there. And I think it was the only time you were there. And I was like, oh no, Zoe is going to think that we let weird men into our room. <laughs> <laughs> Which I remember we do not, Zoe telling me about that man <laughs> or telling well, us probably about that man. There were two reasons I was mad at him. One, he was just quiet and like taking notes, but in like a weird, like I felt like he was taking notes oh, yeah, like, about I feel us. Like, like we it thought felt... it was like a fed potentially. Yeah, like, we, we thought we, it nobody was maybe knew a him and we were like, is this? Mm. The other thing I was pissed about is that we were contemplating if we should order more pizza, which we should have. And this fucking man said, no, we don't need more pizza. And then he finished the pizza. Oh my God. Um, Okay, that is a classic example of sowing dissent. I really think that he might have been a fed. (laughs) Right? (laughs) Because I remember there was like a little bit left and one, because there were a couple facilitators, one of them was like, should we order more? And he was like, no, we don't need more. And then he ate it all. That's unreal. Absolutely. And I was like, we should have had more pizza. (laughs) That wasn't why I didn't come back. I don't remember why. But anyway. Um, I I think it came out because it was was (laughs) like a topic that 
you know a lot about. I think it was like the environmentalist feminism week or something. I know it was um, about like, re- yeah, it was like environment and reproductive justice or something. I think so. This was also so long ago now, but anyway, it was a great time other than the weird fed man who yes, ate all the other pizza. Other than the weird fed man. <laughs> a weird fed man <laughs> will ruin things. That's for sure. That's so true. Um, And then I guess two years ago now ish Mm -hmm. um is when i joined which is wild it really doesn't feel like it's been that long it's been over Um, two years that's fucking mm -hmm. nuts that's crazy um so yeah at that point bianca and i joined when y'all were bringing on new hosts and i've been here ever since and i just continue to fall deeper in love with each of you every day it's mutual oh cute yes well yeah, I can go because I joined, I guess, shortly after the live show because it was right around the one year anniversary because mm-hmm. it was like episode 50 was my first episode as a host. It I was like that. the fall, the mm-hmm. fall, I think. Yeah. After the live show was, which was in the summer. Yeah. Um, but I honestly feel like a different human than when I started being on the podcast. <laughs> Same. Um, like who was she? I don't know. Right. <laughs> <laughs> also, I had like very intense imposter syndrome. I remember it wasn't the first episode I was on. It was like a few in. Um, the topic was like something. It was when we started the global fascism series. And I remember I was at my ex's apartment and I was like prepping for the episode and I was like, you know, what's wild is like, they chose me to be on this podcast. Like they must think I'm smart and like, they don't know that I'm really dumb. I was like, they think I know things and that's so crazy because no, I do not. <laughs> and now I hope you know that you're like a fucking brilliant witch. Well, I do. The thing is, I, 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 well, I don't remember what I thought. I think I had, I mean, I was in like a very low self-esteem place because of like being underemployed for a long time at that point, because also I like, am a very confident person and I've always been like, I'm very smart, Um, (laughs) but I remember having this conversation and he was like, what are you talking about? And I was like, I just feel like somehow I tricked them into thinking I'm smart and now it's really awkward. We literally (laughs) interviewed you for 30 minutes. It was our shortest interview, which we will get to, but you didn't hoodwink us. We just literally went on vibes Malone, basically. Yeah. Wasn't it just you and me, Laura, that interviewed Zoe? Because we were the only ones that could make it and we both came out of it and we're like, okay, well, obviously we're bringing them on. Yeah. Well, I also love that because my side self was also very nervous and like took a shot of tequila right before it. Hell yeah. And then we had so much fun. It was Um, But yeah, so just like had a lot of imposter syndrome and then yeah, the first like couple years I was on the podcast, which I talked about a lot on episodes at the time, I was like underemployed, working a lot of different jobs and gigs and stuff. Um, and also have gone through a couple, a couple of like intense breakups um, because as a quintuple Sag, I either am like casually seeing someone and don't know who they are, or <laughs> I'm like basically uh, married. Uh, and those are like the only way that I do dating. Um, so, or like, I mean, having casual things, but like when I'm in a relationship, they're like serious. serious. So, yeah. yeah. Otherwise I'm like, this is casual. And like, I, 
I can't be bothered. Um, <laughs> and yeah, then I, I moved across the country. I started grad school. I'm now one year away from being done grad school. A multi-master. Um, a mul- yeah, multiple master's degrees um, for better or honestly worse. Um <laughs> But yeah, I just feel like so much has happened. I feel like the podcast has been like such a constant, which is so nice. And we're gonna I'm gonna talk about this more later. So I don't want to give anything away, but also like Ozzy, obviously love you all. Um and I don't know, I just think the podcast has been such a special part of my life. I feel like I've like grown up on totally. season of the bitch. Like I'm like, I can't imagine listening Aww. to what I was saying four years ago on this podcast, but being honest. Yeah. I I totally agree with what you're saying, Zoe. Like it's weird. I feel like I've had a lot of very formative experiences that I've like processed while being on the podcast. Like, yeah. What I started the podcast I was 25 and now I'm 30 and like big difference between 25 year old Kellen and 30 year old Kellen I feel like I really know who I am in a way that I didn't and I feel like the podcast has been a huge part of that like honestly like I was thinking about it was like not long after we had started less than a year after we started the podcast I had like a massive realization And it was because of my friendships, like, especially with Laura, because like it was Laura at the time was like the person I was closest with. And now I feel like we're a very cohesive whole in a way that maybe we weren't as much at the start Mm -hmm. because we had just started like we didn't know each other that well. But obviously, Laura and I hit it off really quickly. Um, And I was just thinking about the podcast and some of my friendships. And I was like, yeah, you know, like and at the time I was in like I was married to a straight man, LOL. But I was thinking about how, like, and also, like, both Laura and I were at the time, like, identifying as women. And I was just thinking about, like, really close friendships between women and how, like, there's, like, the the boundary, like, how there's so much intimacy and, like, that I feel like doesn't exist between, like, straight men and, like, a lot of times between men and women who are interested potentially in men and women and like all of this stuff, whatever. And I realized like, as I was, I was like, wow, you know, like, and now that I'm thinking about it, like my friendships in high school, there was like a lot of intimacy there. And then I was like, oh my God, wait, I was in love with my best friend in high school. And it was like, I remember exactly where I was. Who sometimes listens to this podcast. So shout out um, if you're listening. <laughs> what up, what up, what up? <laughs> but I like remember I was like at the corner of Michigan and Roosevelt, Zoe, um, Chicago head. And I <laughs> realized head over I, here. I realized like as I was crossing that that intersection, this like crossing Michigan, that like th- like I had been in love with this person. It was literally because of like the relationships, like the close relationships that I had, like the queer relationships that I had built that had been for like basically my college years most of my close friends were either straight or weren't out yet and so I was so many of my friendships I thought they were straight and then like it was really only around the time that I started the podcast that I became really close with a lot of queer people and part of that was the podcast part of it was getting more involved with leftist spaces but it was like through these relationships that I really 
accepted my own queerness. Like I was aware of it and I identified as a queer person, but I didn't, I didn't like know what that meant for me in the way that I do now. And so much of that is because of the work that I've done with this podcast, the relationships that I've had with y'all. I think that like also being so close with so many people who identify as non-binary, who've been so kind to like explain how they got there and like what their experiences with gender have been. And like also that like to be in that space, you don't have to like hate womanhood. You can just feel a little uncomfy in it or whatever it is. Like all of that stuff has been really helpful for me in thinking through like my own gender, realizing like the ways in which I have long dissociated from womanhood and like what that means for myself. And so I think that just like understanding myself as like a queer person, as like a quote unquote she they, like whatever, so much of it has like happened through my relationships that I've built through and around and in this podcast. So it's really, it's really meant a lot to me in that sense. Oh my God. Yeah. <laughs> I was thinking about like the processing on the podcast too. Cause when I was going through episodes to think about faves, I saw the breakup episode mm. and I was like, oh, like I was just really sad about a breakup. I was like, what if we did an episode about breakups? <laughs> and then like, now like my breakup is out there for the world. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, so much of that, like the reason that I, I, when we talk about our favorite episodes, one of the ones I'll mention is, um navigating bisexuality but that was like 150 episodes ago when I was like I'm too gay for this and was like (laughs) trying to figure out how to process like my need to exit the relationship I was in you know like I didn't know it at the time but that was what was and look at you now look at me now it's so interesting right Um, so I will literally never forget a, um, all of us going for, to Kellen's apartment in Chicago for our Chicago live show. Like months after we started the Yeah, it was, podcast. it was like Halloween and we had started September 1st, basically. Yeah, like um, two months later. Wild. Right. Wild uh, that we were like, let's do a live show. And then it, we sold out. We sold out. <laughs> I know. I know. Um, so at that time, we we all got into Kellen's apartment and we were like hanging and getting to know each other in person. And we all were just like, wait a minute. All of us are bi? <laughs> wait, all of us are currently dating men, but are queer. Interesting. <laughs> Interesting. Um so, yeah, that is so fucking wild. And I remember, I don't know if it was that time or the time we did the New York City show that you and I got breakfast together, Kelly. It was New York City. Okay. And then you you literally told me about your friend in high school that you were in love with mm-hmm. and like how you were like, I don't know what the fuck I'm doing. And I was like, it's going to be okay. Everything's going to be okay. Do you remember when we did the episode where we were like, we're bringing on our male partners and like now neither of us are with those people and also maybe like one of them's not a man. Right. Dabbing. Right. Um. Yeah. One is not a man anymore um, or slash never was, but, um, right. you know, was identifying that way at the time. Right. <laughs> uh, anyway. Yeah, I completely agree with the energy of like, I'm a completely different person. I was in a PhD program when we started, LOL, um, like ended that within 
a few months of starting Mm -hmm. the podcast. Um, And when you've been here for five years, so here's your PhD. Exactly. Season of the bitchery. Literally one of my (laughs) reasons I felt okay about leaving the PhD program is I was like, the thing that I love is learning. And I'm so grateful and so lucky that I have this project that I can continue to push myself to learn things, Um, but on my own terms and on the terms of these people I've created connections with. Um, So it's really interesting because I think at first we were very focused on gender in a way that I think we have moved. I mean, Mm -hmm. we still focus on gender, but in a very different different way. way. Like we were very focused on the experience of women and like obviously we're still a feminist podcast we still talk about those issues however it's not coming from a group of cis women it's coming from a group of non-binary people and um that alone is a huge journey obviously i also became like fully fucking gay (laughs) We were when Kellen and Ozzy were visiting me recently. We were talking about the Kinsey scale, and <laughs> you know, <laughs> if you're not if you're not familiar, the Kinsey scale goes from zero to six. Zero being straight, six being gay, and Kellen's like, like completely, yeah, compl- zero, no, no homosexuality whatsoever, right. Sex, no heterosexuality whatsoever. Right. And Kellen's like, well, I'm a Kinsey 5. And I was like, oh, well, I kind of think I'm a Kinsey 5. And Kellen and Ozzy were both like, yeah, maybe. <laughs> or maybe you're like a 5.5 or a 6. Even. And I was like, okay, okay, fine. I'm pretty fucking gay. I get it. Um, Yeah, I struggle. I struggle with knowing where I actually am. But the reality is it doesn't matter. I'm queer. That's the good news. Mm -hmm. Um, And that's the good news. The good news is literally I'm queer and so is everyone else (laughs) who's on this podcast and who also is in our Discord generally. Um, And so I'm super grateful for that, for, yeah, like having a full queer community just like built into this experience. Mm -hmm. Um, And I think it's really helped me to be able to understand my own queerness. Um, And also, I just think many things have shifted in the sense of understanding how little our individual choices are on um, these structural issues. I think I I, I was like getting there, you know, like as any anti-capitalist is, and I already was an anti-capitalist and a Marxist, but like... Mm getting to a place of understanding basically the mythology of individual choice having an ethical uh, place under capitalism was still something my mind didn't fully understand. And now I'm just like absolutely someone who's like, we're here at the end times and the, the best thing we can do is like be here for one another. And so that's where I spend my time is like building community and building spaces. So yeah. Um, and similarly to Kellen, I was like 27 and now I'm 32. And for me, I'm just like, that's that's a different person. Totally. Completely. Oh my God. <laughs> also, I'm going to, well, I'm going to share something, but 
Laura edits the podcast, so Laura can cut this out if they don't want it in there. No, I it was like maybe weeks after I'd started the podcast. It was very shortly after. <laughs> um, we we had a romance channel in our Slack. We don't really use our, our Slack so much anymore because we just group chat. But truly very shortly after I joined the pod, Laura was like, I just had sex with a woman for the first time. Oh, my God. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> That's right. 2018, I believe. <laughs> yeah. Like, I guess probably September, October, maybe October, probably. Yeah, exactly. I yeah. love that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Wow. And I remember that. And I barely knew you. And I was like, I'm so happy for you. Yeah. <laughs> And then I was like panicking because I was like, I, I wasn't a master at it immediately. So I need mm-hmm. to know everything. <laughs> and we went from there. And now I don't worry about that. <laughs> <laughs> now that's not an issue. I have. Yeah, yeah, I watch our current conversations. But let me tell you, Laura's a different person. Laura's doing just too. fine. <laughs> Anyways, it's fine now. We don't worry about it. Yeah, so we got some questions from y'all on Instagram because we wanted to know, like, truly, I know it's, like, cliche when content creators say this, but we could not do it without you. There would not be five years of Season of the Bitch without five years of listeners and support. Um, So we wanted to know what y'all wanted to hear us talk about for for our five-year anniversary. And one of the questions is, what are our favorite episodes and small joys um, a la Rosa Luxemburg's concept of having roses in life. Um, so yeah, any favorite episodes? Um, yes, I'm going to share some that I've been on because that's mostly more recent ones. Um, so I think these are mostly ones that I like helped organize with one exception, but okay. There's episode 156, which is leftist language. We talked about like different types of radical language practices. I love linguistics, so that was really fun. Um, Episode 176 was abortion care. Uh, We talked to Michaela from Buckle Bunny Fund in Texas, and that is one that I often share with people, especially more recently with Mm -hmm. the shit show that is abortion access in this country. Yeah, that's Um, one of my faves too. Yeah, such a good one. Um, then a couple other interviews that we've done that I really liked. Episode 192, Worker-Owned Erotica, um, which was where we talked to folks who are starting up a worker-owned co-op version of OnlyFans, that type of site. Um, and then also episode 221, very recent, uh, Gays with Guns, where we talked about like leftist gun ownership, uh, gun rights, and that sort of thing. I also just want to give a special shout out to episode 199, Strikesgiving, um, which I think I did help organize, but mostly I just really like that it was roasted by some random fascists on their podcast. They like specifically called out this episode and like went through it and listened to it and like made detailed notes about it. And I'm just like, I mean, you're terrible, but I love that this like was so upsetting to you. (laughs) Yeah. It was also, I feel like one of our least like fascist based episodes. Yeah, it was really not that, I don't know. I But I'm just like, I feel like if we have haters like that, then we're doing something right. So I'm proud of that. 
Also, the dude was because there was one point where I was talking about like unemployment as as I do, as I've done. And the dude was like, I don't know anyone who's unemployed. You must be really bad at your job if you're unemployed. And I was like, I don't oh have God, a yeah. fucking job if I'm unemployed, bitch. But also, <laughs> but also it was either him or the other host. There were like two dudes, I think, talking about how like they work for their fucking daddy like their dad their father so i was just like how yeah what that doesn't like count make it make sense you didn't have to like apply to a job if you work for your father yeah anyway fuck them but (laughs) truly so i'm i'll share some episodes that i like that have not been mentioned yet so gotta start with episode 46 feminists of the animal kingdom which is famously an episode that we put together like with like three hours notice oh yeah oh my god like we had a guest one was like totally corrupted and there were like four guests on it yeah it was like we had like an episode just like the the audio failed so we had to like throw one together i called up like one of my best friends who's a scientist and was like can you talk to us about some animals and she was like i study glacial ice melts and i was like you're a scientist it doesn't matter um so we just talked about like fucking animals that are like multi-gendered like gay like whatever it was really fun um another favorite is episode 222 marxist feminism and bodily autonomy because i felt like everybody did just like such a good job of breaking down how like marxism explains why there are all these attacks attacks on like gay and trans people at the same time that there are these attacks on abortion access um and a bunch of other things that are happening and why they're all connected I really like the Season of the Bitch versus series. Um, we've done Ronald Reagan and George Bush. That's episodes 110 and 202. Reagan was just me and Zoe. Um, we took on both oh, yeah. Ronald and his wife, Nancy. Um, no yes. Reagan goes unturned, uh, so to speak. <laughs> on this episode. Um, on the other side of like better politicians episode 87 we interviewed mike gravel my grandfather may he rest in peace um that was like definitely a high of our podcasting experience for wild. me he's yeah it's incredible. wild that we got to do that he's a really yeah. cool guy um as i mentioned earlier episode 142 non-binary feelings was One really cool um i was the token cis person at the time. <laughs> lol <laughs> and i like actually like a couple months ago like went back and re-listened to it and was like I just want to think about these things <laughs> and like listen to what everybody said which it was it's been really cool to like revisit that and again another banger that I mentioned episode 93 navigating bisexuality another fun very self-exploratory one I would uh, say yes I also loved the non-binary feelings one and I also loved it for you Kellen because Kellen considered not being on and was like well, I mean, I think about gender a lot and I imagine myself as like being an old man, but, <laughs> but like, I think I'm cis and I was like, I, I think you still have like some insight you could share, <laughs> Kellen. <laughs> uh, yes, that's one of my favorite episodes. I also love to send that one to like people that know me or know us because I mm. feel like it's a really good introduction to like what we're like as hosts. I love mm. that. Yeah. 
Yeah, every time someone mentions an episode, I'm like another banger. We just we, <laughs> we only, They're all great. We only we have shout out to the word banger that I think all of us use now because of one of the first conversations I feel like when you brought up when Kellen brought up their current partner. They were like, Yeah, we were talking about bell hooks and Kellen's partner was like, Yeah, bell hooks has some bangers. <laughs> I don't know that that's where I got it from. It's like a pretty I would, commonly used word. For sure not where I got it from, but I forgot that happened and that is amazing. I so do thank you that for happened that I thought it was funny, but I don't think that's where I started using the term. But I love that clear. that stuck with you, Laura. I, that's I use it a all the time. beautiful moment. I mean, maybe that inspired me to apply it to more things. That's I fair. won't rule that out. He well, does call a lot of To be honest, hilarious. at the time, I was still sus of this person in your life, Colin, and I was like, who the hell is this person saying Bell Hooks, one of the greatest authors of all time, has some bangers? That's just how he talks. I know. Well, now I know, I know more. But at the time, I was like, what the hell is this bangers? <laughs> but so no, and now we know. It's hey, not, loser. It's fine. <laughs> But I still, I, I thought it was hilarious at the time, but I also was like, I'm very protective I mean, of everyone as if it wasn't clear. And so I'm very rightfully like, skeptical. You got to apply, especially, especially to, uh, let's say it, a man. Yeah. Exactly. I was, like, I, was like, I don't know if you say it. Say it. <laughs> a man. We've yeah. outed Kellen. They are with a man. It's true. He reads bell hooks, though. He reads bell hooks. <laughs> He's very queer. <laughs> Very, very nice. Yeah. We love him. Yeah, we do. We do. And we know now that we do. <laughs> and now we know the truth. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> oh, my God. What about you, Zoe? What are your favorite episodes? Thank you so much for asking. So <laughs> a, a few that I'll, that I'll add to the list of bankers. <laughs> I don't want to start another controversy. Um, <laughs> no, it's not. Now it's part of our energy, I thought. I, but apparently... <laughs> Apparently, it's not the same for you and Ozzy as it is for me that, like, it's a season of a bitch thing. <laughs> I'll have to think about it. I'll, I'll have to think about it. I, I'm not sure. I'll give it some thought, though. Okay. I don't want to I don't want to turn it down for you. Oh, no, I mean, uh, do, do anything. You know that I love you. Anyway, sorry. Please continue. I'm going to add episode 135, um, gender, race, and fascism. Um, that was a good one. Yeah, I, I really liked that episode. 150, Gothic Marxism with Steph, who designed a bunch of our merch. Um, also, oh, yeah. obviously, I just love that episode because we got to talk about goth things and how it relates to Marx. Um, episode 68 with Julia Salazar, in which, uh, I'm sorry, state state senator of, of New York State, Julia Salazar, um, when she told us that she listens to Season of the Bitch in the Shower. I will say, it's not a competition, but... If we were giving out an award for hottest all-time season of the bitch guest, it might go to Julia Salazar. She would be high. We've had a lot of really hot guests, but yeah, no, I mean, she's definitely up there. I just think Julia Salazar is beautiful, hot, gorgeous. (laughs) We love to see it. So smart. (laughs) Julia, if you're listening to this in the shower, this is Kellen. Hello. I do love that she listens to it in the shower. That's so cute. Or did back in the day. At least she did. We hope you still do if you are right now. Hopefully she still is. Come back anytime. She might be a little bit busy, but she might be listening to it in the shower right now. Oh my God. (laughs) (laughs) 
my god now that we've harassed the state senator i'm so um, sorry no <laughs> sorry no, i respect incredible. the work that you do yes no it's good she's no, a good part, capricorn part of, part of what makes her so beautiful is is how intelligent absolutely um, and elected she is <laughs> Anyway, um, speaking of, of bell hooks and her bangers, I really loved episode 208 where we did oh, yeah. a tribute episode to bell hooks, um, Rest in Power, our queen. Um, I also love all of the 420 episodes yes. because we just like have so much fun. They're yes. so silly. Some of them yes. have been Patreon only. The one this past year was not, um, if you haven't listened to it yet. Also, in light of the recent events on TikTok, I have to give a shout out of honorable mention to episode 147 big corn absolutely Cone. with one of our <laughs> with one of our a cone cone yes it's got cone. the lumps <laughs> it's actually a big lump with knobs oh it's a big lump with knobs it's got the juice it's got the juice <laughs> Yeah, there we go. Yeah, no, I just needed you to do that for me. I just, you know how my memory is. I was like, it's something with knobs. It's a big lump with knobs. It's I'm on TikTok way too much. I mean, you know I am too. <laughs> um. Also, that was having a really hot guest on too, I will say. Yes, Angela from our Discord. Shout out. We Corn expert. Exactly. Corn expert. Um, anyone who doesn't like the corn kid is a fascist, and that's that on that. <laughs> Does uh, anyone not love the corn kid? Yeah, there like are he's... people. There are people who are like, it's not even that good, but everyone's obsessed with him. I'm like, literally, you're canceling yourself. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah. You have some favorite, some favorite moments, some favorite I, episodes. I've got some fave apps. Um, yeah, I'll go in backwards order because I just looked these up real quick. Um. I think I've shared some of these faves before, and so I wanted to also switch it up. You know, favorites change over time. I don't even remember a lot of these. (laughs) Not surprised. But um, I'll tell you what I I do remember and why I like it. Um, Coming in hot at episode 206, fuck you, Joe. Um, Anytime to smash on libs, bash on libs is what I meant to say. And anytime you want to bash on libs is one of my favorite experiences of all time. If um, you want to fuck libs, that's a little bit more between you and God. Exactly. We don't necessarily want to hear about Not it. Not condoning it. Right. Um, <laughs> so that one is obviously about um, Joe Biden literally failing to do anything good with his presidency. Although I will say, shout out to Joe. He is going ham right now. Who knows how long it'll last? Could he do more? Absolutely. Is he losing his mind and possibly sailing into <laughs> dementia? Who knows? Who knows? I but do love words do. I saw a, a tweet that was like Biden switched from indica to sativa. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> and I was like, oh, Lord, I was like, this is for this is good. I love it. Um, do weed next, Joe. Do, do weed next. Yes. Also psychedelics. No, I, I meant legalized. Oh, also legalized psychedelics. Also yeah. legalized yeah, psychedelics. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. 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 Um, episode 157, Flesh Prisons. I just like, in general, love the idea, the concept of a flesh prison. And I, I feel like particularly as a chronically ill person um, and as a trans person, like that episode slaps. Um, 
we have but does s- it bang <laughs> it's a banger Zoe. You, you it's could, a banger you could say it's a banger for sure <laughs> um we have actually two episodes called Witches. Both are we amazing. Do. One is an interview with one of my best friends. Um, highly recommend it. But the one that I'm going to uplift is actually the other one. <laughs> I'm surprised uh, in five years we've only had two, if I'm being honest. No, I mean, there. We do we talk about witches on other ones? Yeah, definitely. Well, yeah. Um, including episode one. Um, oh, well, and didn't we do a witchcraft episode with Tanya? Yes. Or is witches the one with Tanya? No. No, yeah, there's that was witchcraft. There's yeah, witchcraft yeah. and two witches. Yeah. I will say, <laughs> in terms of covers that I've done, I am coming out right now as a graphic designer for Season of the Bitch. Both witches covers, bangers, bangers. <laughs> oh, the light pink one with all the little yeah, yeah, yeah. That one is incredible. But the one that Laura's talking about is, a black is like cat. a it's a wood cut. It's like an ancient, not ancient, but like four hundred year old wood cutting. Of like a bunch of demons dancing in a circle. Oh, yeah. oh yes, also I cool. also have seen. Oh that yeah, one. no, the black cat is superstitions. That's superstitions. Oh yes. no, 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 no. There's a witchcraft episode. No, there's there's two black cat covers. Mm. There's a black cat coming out of an orange uh, pumpkin. <laughs> that's superstitions, and then there's the one that Tanya was on. That's the black cat walking through the forest. Okay, oh, we're such a fun podcast. I know. <laughs> I'm so sorry. No, no, sorry. <laughs> I, I mean, love that you know off the top of your head, like which ones had a cat in the. Uh, it's very important to me. Well, oh, and I was going to say, in loves, season the bitch loves, the right? Well, then wasn't there the the cat, wh- the cat episode, or what's the one that had your childhood cat on the cover? Season of the bitch loves. Yeah. yeah. Oh, yep. Okay. Yeah. Um, Beautiful. So because then the pet episode had a dog because you it did. Yeah, I really much. fought okay, against I my. <laughs> I wanted to give dog people representation. Anyway, I'm so sorry. Anyway, Laura, Laura, no, no. On. I mean, I appreciate that because I'm the only person who you you were catering to in that. Um, at least I was. Excuse yes. me. I have one of each. I know, but you weren't you weren't there yet. Mm-hmm. Yes, I was. You didn't have Pisces yet. Yes, I did for pets. Didn't I? It was recent. When was the pet episode? I don't know. Silence. Um, <laughs> who can no, say? I have to know. <laughs> Laura, do you want to keep telling us? Yeah, your I'm so sorry. Episodes? Okay, so um, right in between these two is Gothic Marxism, which Zoe already said. All of our Halloween so vibe fun. ones are always really, really good. IMO, Satanism, etc. But my top, top, top Halloween themed one forever will be episode 149 vampires and i know i've told this story before but originally zoe and i wanted this to be a buffy the vampire slayer episode the other co-hosts were like we don't know about it and zoe and i were like okay fine we will make it about all (laughs) vampires (laughs) um because also within like a week of zoe joining the podcast zoe and i had matching buffy t-shirts that is true. true Also, Pets episode 210 was February 17th, 2022. I did have Pisces. Stand corrected. Okay, I do vaguely remember you saying, as a true bisexual, I like both or something. Sounds like I think I said something about being non-binary about cats and dogs. That's usually my line. Anyway. Okay. (laughs) Love love to see it. Um, Like, that's a line I've used before. Hell yeah. Um, Episode... Uh, 107, Darkly with Leela Taylor. Um, love that one. Oh, yes, that's so good. And episode 60, Women in Comedy, which, um, you know, if you weren't clear based on the 
lines that Zoe aforementioned, Zoe was a stand-up comedian for a time. Oh, that's true. And, I try to block that out. Um, <laughs> Roasted. Uh, <laughs> brought on some really cool guests for that episode. Mm-hmm. It's not that I try to block it out. It's that there's a stigma that I try not to let people know about me. No, that's they true. can know. I don't care. Mm. I'm just kidding. No, whenever people tell me that I'm funny, I'm like, I actually know that. <laughs> Amazing. Anyway, anyway, those are some of our favorite episodes. Hell yeah. And I feel like we've been answering the small Joyce question yeah. as we go. Yeah. Um, well, another maybe shorter question that we got is some of the best queer events and places in Buffalo. Um, this partner, this person said that their partner just moved back there and they need some date ideas. I actually have this one covered. Okay, um, cool, 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 cool. I do Great. live in New York, New York City. However, I share a state <laughs> with Buffalo. Um, the queerest spot in Buffalo, it's Laura's house. Um, the problem is it's invite only, very difficult to get on the guest list. Mm. I do have a connect, but I can't make any promises. Mm. <laughs> Laura, as a Buffalo resident, do you have anything to add to this? Oh, interesting. Thank you. Um, <laughs> it's complicated because I'm very introverted, right? Um, so also, I don't know what your partner's gender is. I, ch- I try to not to go to queer things that have a lot of men at them even if they're gay men like I just I would prefer the events that are for people like me but I do love I do love gay bars um too but uh I would just say there is a monthly queer event for queer femmes um and non-binary people called ambush i would look that up there's also um the shishi room on grant street which is behind rust belt books which is a lesbian-owned bookstore in buffalo um and just generally i feel like things in buffalo are kind of diy so literally give your give your partner my handle and I'll pass along queer events when I see them because it's all like through word of mouth usually. <laughs> kind of how it is when you're in a Rust Belt City IMO. <laughs> Thank you so much. <laughs> Moving on. <laughs> yeah. So the next question we got from Instagram was, what are your favorite or least favorite, uh, because we live in hell, things that you've learned about through the show? Um, okay, I'm going to talk about, I guess, some of my favorite things that I learned, like, through listening to the show, because I joined more recently, and I want to talk about some older episodes as well. Um, one of my favorites that we actually just re-released was the episode about queer cowboys, yes. which is eternally one of my favorite episodes. I send it to people all the time, and it's so good. Um Also, I think these were both earlier episodes, but there was one about women of color in academia and one about reading difficult books Mm -hmm. that both were just kind of about how difficult it can be, especially for women, femmes, people of color, people of marginalized identities in various ways to be like in academia or in spaces where you're expected to be reading like a lot of theory texts. And that is one that I've sent a lot to my friends who are women of color in academia who are struggling with it because I think like y'all just did a really good job of asking questions and the guests did a really good job of like sharing some tips on kind of like how to feel less alone in that situation. Not to brag, but 
those people were all my personal friends. It was early enough that we didn't have too many connections. So I was like, let me just bring on some pals. But I do love that episode. I love that. Yeah. I mean, it's also a great example of using your connections to make (laughs) something great. Um, And then I guess so this is just a fun thing I've learned about since joining or you know also sometimes not fun because it's terrible because you have a capricorn moon yes exactly (laughs) well really i learned that i have a capricorn moon so it's like i learned some of the reasons why things are terrible sometimes but yes i'm talking about astrology before (laughs) i joined this podcast i knew i want to say i knew my sun sign i don't think i knew anything else about my chart i had like downloaded the pattern I think which was like an astrology app that I feel like people don't really use anymore but I had like looked at it but I just didn't really know any parts of my chart off the top of my head or what any of them meant and one of the first episodes maybe the first episode I recorded with y'all was a Patreon episode that was like astrology roast of the new host yeah I learned so much about my chart through that And also about just like how astrology can be used in general, which I found very cool. And now it's something that I love talking with people about. So that's been well. And as a queer, it's like a language. So important. It's like, you know, it's it's also something you have to be able to talk about on dates or just like meeting new people in any context. (laughs) Also, for some behind the scenes, when we were um, getting applications for for new co-hosts, when we brought on Ozzy and Bianca, we asked for people's like sun, moon and rising. Um, And I remember at least one or two people were like aggro about it. Like one Mm -hmm. person was like, I don't know. And like another question was something about like, Um, being able to like do research for the pod and I was like it does not speak well to this person that they didn't just like look it up just look it up (laughs) yeah I remember y'all told me that later because for mine (laughs) I did look it up and I put like parentheses I had to look this up or whatever which is totally fine right no that we that we are completely fine with but the people that were like some people were like aggro like they were like how am I supposed to know and we're like I do think you should know how to find that information. It's concerning if you don't. Right. So that was a red flag. So the fact that you looked it up, we were like 10 out of 10. They know how to research. (laughs) Well, Ozzy also had like a bit of an in because I did more than one person know who you were. Just Zoe. So, but I remember I, because like I read Ozzy's application and I was like a big time I don't think I've ever told you this, Ozzy, but I was like a big time Ozzy backer. Oh, I was like, I read your so application. Nice. I didn't know you, but I was like, I want this person on the pod. Um, oh, so, I always thought that you also knew Ozzy because I guess Kelly was on the social like, oh, we had like the same room before. We had definitely been in the same, but like we had never okay. had a conversation. Because, like, like, I overlapped on the social... Well, I was on the social OC right after Kellen, and right. then Ozzy was, like, on it with right. me. Part yeah, we had we had been oh in the God, same yeah, room, I but, like, we had that. not ever... Wow. Yeah. That was a weird time. Not because of either of us. Also, are no, any of us involved in DSA time. anymore? Because no. we all were when we started, and now none of us that's, are. Yeah, yeah no. <laughs> oh, well. And that's the way it goes. <laughs> yeah, I did meet Kellen at a DSA meeting and for Sochfem, and we were in a breakout room together. And I yelled at a man for being pretentious, and that's the first time Kellen met me. 
And then we, the day of (laughs) your interview, I think, like hung out together at a social Oh yeah, at the brunch. Um, But anyway, (laughs) social fam, I stand by social fam being a good thing about Yeah, there are parts, no, I mean, and there are some chapters of DSA that are good, but but for all of us, it was not. Keep me around. Yeah. (laughs) Um, No, agree. At any rate, yeah. So in terms of what we've learned, like I also have definitely learned a lot about astrology. I did not know anything about it coming in. Um, I think if you're somebody who still doesn't know a lot about it and um, is newer to the podcast, like we, our first episode with Alice Sparkly Cat, which is just called Astrology, I think actually has a lot to say to like non-believers. Like it's not, I'm not someone that's like, you know, is like, oh, this is causal necessarily, but it's, I think it does a really good job of explaining like how you can use astrology to better understand yourself. Um, And through this podcast, and especially through my friendships with Laura and Zoe, which it's very (laughs) necessary to know astrology to be friends with them because (laughs) Zoe will say something like, well, he's a cancer stellium. So what do you expect? Exactly. And I'm like, what what do I expect? Like what what do I expect when someone has a cancer cellium? I don't also, know. Also, the astrology episode with Alice Sparkly Cat. That was one of the first episodes I organized when I did Hell yeah. Also, I was like, has there been an astrology episode yet? They and you roasted were all like, no. my moon so hard in that first episode. Um <laughs> Yeah. So like now through the podcast, through my friendships, I am like fluent enough in astrology to do big six readings for my friends at parties and gatherings. Ozzy has been present for yes, that at- i was gonna wow. say kellen and I'm i were hanging so out the proud. other day and kellen read everyone's chart and everyone was like so stunned and amazed of I course they were one I'm of so the people proud. at this dinner was, was it like lobster madness it was lobster it was madness. Lobster. Wow. one of the people at this dinner god bless her was like <laughs> kellen the first time you read my chart which is the first time we had ever hung out she was like you changed my life <laughs> I think at least two people there said that. Like, (laughs) I was really, like, in awe of your skills. She's a Libra and, like, didn't, and, like, there's a lot she didn't know or accept about being a Libra. And then she was like, wow, I really am this thing. And I am comforted by the fact this is part of me and not something I have to apologize for. Libra sons struggle so hard, you know? Yeah. Um, (laughs) But the other thing. It is perfect. (laughs) <laughs> the other thing that... rising is also perfect <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah all true all true um the last thing that i feel like i've learned is a very broad thing but like i think i've learned to be a better marxist like through mm, this podcast mm-hmm. i've learned to think like i already started obviously like as a socialist but like I have learned to think so much more critically and thoughtfully about systems, about structures in society. I am like better at my scholarly work because of the kinds of thinking that we do on this podcast. And like, I remember my advisor kind of gently being like in in grad school being like, you know, is this worth contributing all your time to? And I was like, yeah, like it makes my work better. Um, and I think that's absolutely true. So I'm very, very grateful for that as well. Well, the astrology thing goes well into what I wanted to talk about because astrology, people understanding astrology from me is part of my love language. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> I was talking, I was exactly. FaceTiming with one of my good friends yesterday and she's just started um, seeing someone new and she's like, well, I'm a Taurus and like they're a Scorpio. So we're both fixed signs. And I was like, look at you talking about fixed signs. Oh. <laughs> And but what I, you should look out for when you are two fixed signs dating each other. Oh, we got into it. Don't <laughs> I know. Um, but I could 
Yeah. I mean, I've definitely learned a lot politically, both from like doing my own research for the podcast and like from each other and from guests. But the first thing that came to mind when I read this question was actually how much I've learned about friendship. Who are you? Um, me? Like, <laughs> honestly, am I? No, like partially from you and like from all of the No, comments. I just mean I, think, I feel that way too. Uh, uh, trust me, I know. Oh. Um, <laughs> <laughs> it's honestly amazing Laura has not cried yet. So it true. is. We're counting yeah. down. It'll yeah, happen. Yeah, I think working on the project, like this podcast together, like we've formed such unique and special friendships. Like we've processed so much on the podcast, as we've mm-hmm. talked about. We also process a lot and talk so much not on air. Like mm-hmm. there's so much we text that constantly. y'all don't hear. Yeah, we're texting constantly. Um, it's been a real struggle with our group chat with Laura <laughs> being away from like civilization because we, we're green to having an Android. <laughs> um, I I will be back in Buffalo tomorrow, so we're yeah. back in our in our group chat madness. Yeah, but um, I've just learned a lot about like having radical friendships from the coven and I mean yeah we've talked on air before about like the meaning of a coven historically and I just think that we've formed like such special bonds with each other and I've like learned a lot through that about like boundaries or um a lack of having Mm -hmm. them with each other but in a healthy way and I love you all so much Yeah, I think just as a quick note on what Zoe said, like when Bianca left and we miss you, Bianca, and we love you so much. So much. You so much, Bianca. We did have a conversation about like whether to bring on another host. And part of that is about like how much work that we have to do to keep this podcast going. But part of it is also about like group coherence. And I feel like we are just such a coherent group and like vibe so well together and have so much love for each other and so much understanding and like trust in each other too, that we were like, at some point down the road, it may be that we can't as four people handle the amount of work that we need to do to keep this running and we may bring someone else on. But for the time, while we all have the time this we work so so well together and are just such good friends that like this podcast works as it is um and I'm just so thankful that like we not only have like such a good working relationship but like such good friendships too yeah absolutely um I feel like similarly but different to what has been said Um, I feel like I've also learned a lot about Marxism, but particularly like taking a post-Marxist lens to things, Um, meaning like taking a Marxist ideology and applying more modern ideologies on top of it. Feminism. (laughs) For example, uh, (laughs) anti-racism and feminism and abolition. Um, For example, when someone on a dating app messaged me that they were post-Marxism, I could send it to my co-host and they agreed (laughs) that what the fuck. Yeah. Um, (laughs) But, you know, because I came from grad school where I was like learning – I like knew I had I had read Capital. I had like done the like actual Marxist work. Mm -hmm. And I think it was what I learned is how to grow from that spot Mm -hmm. um, into Mm -hmm. the modern era. And also just like 
critique the the holes in in Marx's argument even at that time and obviously then there can be an argument there about like the focus of what he was doing but regardless not not for today um <laughs> uh I also obviously have learned a lot about friendship and also like just group dynamics in general um like yes this this current group is like you know we don't necessarily come into conflict with each other very often but that hasn't always been the case for all of us I mean like we never got like nasty or bad with anyone but like we especially at the beginning came from a bit of different ideals and I actually like really love the things that I have learned, you know, particularly from uh, Walida. Totally. But also, you know, even like I'm not an electoralist, but we live in a society that functions on elections. Ambria knows a lot more about that. Mm -hmm. Um, Hope knows a ton about community organizing in a way that I don't know. Walida has just like literal brilliance upon brilliance. And Lindsay is brilliant in all of her ways as well, particularly with that logic brain stuff. Um. And I just think having the opportunity to grow in this way with all these incredible people and all the people we've come into contact through various episodes. Like, I think a lot about the people that I was connected to in DSA, um, like Colleen, like Olivia. Um, These folks, I've tried to get on the podcast and, like, have tried to be like, we're going to stay connected because y'all are badasses. And, like, yeah. I just think, you know, we've done our own kind of online community organizing and getting all these like uplifting all these brilliant voices. Like our our main goal when we started this was Mm -hmm. to uplift voices that weren't being uplifted um, regularly. And that for us when we started meant no cis men. Obviously, we've loosened on that a little bit as our podcast has evolved over time. But we still do everything we can to uplift people who are typically not going to be uplifted in any type of mainstream. Yeah. Well, yes, I totally agree with all of that. And I also feel like even before joining the podcast, I like really admired how clearly y'all are really good friends and like work well together and really respect each other's time and like commitment to this project. Um, and yeah, the longer I've been here, that's just like more more true um i wanted to ask because i am the baby in recency of joining not in age to this podcast and not not in spirit (laughs) and not in spirit so zoe is baby (laughs) (laughs) but i am baby (laughs) i feel like i feel like in in personality i also feel like maybe i'm more baby than you ozzy Oh, I, I thought you were like gonna say than me, and I was oh, like, "That's yeah. so like, mean." No, no abso- absolutely <laughs> I was not. Like, why would you say that right no. now when I'm already having? Wait, a are we? If we're gonna rank us in baby from daddy go, to baby, well, I da- just well, I was gonna start baby and then go daddy. I know, but that's what I'm saying though. Is the drop off from Zoe of baby to daddy energy is steep because all right. three of us are on <laughs> the end of daddy. Right, I would right, say. right. But I, I was gonna say <laughs> right. Zoe is most baby by far. Right, 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 right. right. I, I'm so and happy then to hear this. and then Laura. Yeah. And then me mm. and then Ozzy. Oh, I, I kind of think Kellen's dead. I would say I would say I, Ozzy I and then Kellen. Yeah. yeah. Oh but, my god, yeah. I'm so flattered. <laughs> yes. Thank you so much. <laughs> 
Yes. <sighs> I love that for me. Yes. I do have a shirt that says world's coolest dad on it. And you would. I love that. Well, and you're yeah. just like and the toppiest of all of us too. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you so much. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Every now and then I see posts on Lex that are like, femme tops, do you exist? And I'm like, hello. <laughs> <laughs> you're like, we do. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Anyway. Uh, Please well, continue, I, honestly, that that should have been its own question. I'm glad we got there. <laughs> we got there anyway. Yeah, that should have been its own question. Um, but okay, so I'm pretty sure y'all have told me this before. But for posterity, for the audience, for my brain that forgets things, can you tell me like the founding story of how the podcast started? And I also want to know how you picked the name. I think I know. I want to see if I can find the Google it, Doc. But I want to. I feel like I've forgotten what the exact story is so, yeah. so I'll, I'll tell it as I remember it which is that our old friend Ambria previously mentioned who is now running for alderman in Chicago by the way all you Chicago heads out there yay <laughs> um she put a thing on a now defunct Facebook meme page which I just want to remind everybody it was 2017 this was a different time um she posted about we are no like- longer Facebook heads here at season of the Bay. <laughs> <laughs> The boomers have colonized Facebook. Um, (laughs) Anyway, she posted about how all the leftist podcasts were basically run by men. And did anyone who wasn't a man, or I think she said women, like, want to work on starting one? And so, like, a bunch of people responded. And then it got from there, it kind of got, like, narrowed down to, like, people who were actually willing to commit some time. And, like, those of us who are still left were like, all right, let's do it. So that's kind of how it happened, honestly. It's why we were from all over the place. Um, And we used the Facebook page to crowdfund for, like, our mics and our gear. And we raised, I think, over, like, $1,000 before we had even recorded a single episode which is wild and Um, we had like a backer for a lot of our gear yeah yeah and as for the name we definitely kicked around a few different ones for a while we had this google doc that had like concepts that we kept adding to but in my opinion none of them were as good or as fitting as season of the bitch um for me it was the obvious choice (laughs) yeah i was you got to remember my Catholic upbringing because I think mm-hmm. like it, I was. We remember. See some of the bingo. If you're looking at your card right now, Laura has brought up their Catholic upbringing. <laughs> yeah. For me, um, you know, if I were to have a never forget postcard or um, T-shirt, it wouldn't be about 9-11. It would be about my Catholic upbringing. Um <laughs> So, uh, yeah, I was just, like, nervous about that name. I was like, I don't know. We can't be called Season of the Bitch. We just can't. Um, And, like, now when I apply to jobs, I, like, tell them at the beginning. But anyway, um, it's fine. See, when I apply to jobs, I call it Season of the Bee because oh, I'm, me like, too. I mean, like, on my resume. That's I what do. I – yep, same. But in person, I'm, like – Bee stands for beautiful. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. But – I I can't find the doc, the original doc, but I think I wanted us to be something red radio. Mm, that's not bad. But 
I mean, it's, <laughs> it definitely isn't it. Um, I, it's not it. And like people always ask me this. They're like, so you guys, you guys knew each other before you started this podcast? It's like, no, we didn't know each other. We didn't know anything about podcasting. We were literally sitting here Googling like, hey, also the guys at Street Fight Radio like helped us out a lot. So mm-hmm. shout out to those guys. Actual yeah. amazing leftist podcast by men. You love mm-hmm. to see it. And uh, they really helped us too when we were trying to get like media um, out about it too. So The Chillbillies were also very supportive. Yes, exactly. Yeah, it was really cool to have podcasts that like already had some clout. And Sarah Jaffe being on one of our first episodes, I believe, um, and hyping our podcast from the beginning because like she had clout. Like it was kind of it was weird, but it was good. <laughs> I'm so I, like we also we like got a P.O. box because you need one. Right. And we were like, do we get it for six months? Do we get it? And we were like, okay, we're just going to do it for a year. We believe in ourselves to do this for a year. And here we are five years later. Five years later. (laughs) Wow. Yeah, my PO PO box just renewed. (laughs) Hell yeah. Love that. One of my favorite stories about the name is when we did an interview when they were doing that like dirtbag left article that we weren't even in because we're too pure. So don't even think about it. They did interview us for it. Yeah, they did interview us. And through the New York um, Times. Yeah. And so when we did it, Ambria was on that call and they were like asking us about the name and they were trying to like start shit and whatever. And I just remember when they asked about the name, Ambria was like, well, um, come town had, had taken our original idea, which was squirt village. <laughs> <laughs> and that is my favorite story about how our name came to be. Yo, Ambria <laughs> is fucking hilarious. Yes. Ambria is very fucking funny. She's so funny. Oh my God. I forget that because she's also really smart, but she's fucking hilarious. So good. Um, women can be both. <laughs> Wait, what? <laughs> Five years into the podcast, we're still learning, too. (laughs) (laughs) Um, I feel like maybe our Patreon-only episodes should be called Squirt Village, though. Just want to put that out there. (laughs) I mean, I'm fucking down. I don't want to be bioessentialist about it, because everyone can squirt, though, like, technically. But there's no gender involved in the name Squirt That's what I'm saying. Well, no, I know. There's not bioessentialist because there's no mention of gender. Okay, it can Can be everybody squirt, and I was like, yes. But but isn't coming just squirting? Um, All squirting is coming. Not all coming is squirting. It's like rectangles and squares. Wow, got him. But is that misogyny? (laughs) Why is it that way and not the other way? Because I don't I don't squirt when I come. Just a little. Little personal <laughs> info. <there. laughs> Just a fun fact. Some listeners know this. Oh my Shout out. <laughs> Some listeners know this. Oh my Personally, God. as someone who doesn't squirt, I don't feel offended by it. I, I also it's funny. Don't. Yeah. I'll speak for myself. <laughs> as someone who can okay. squirt, I would say I'm for it as well. Brag. <laughs> Listen, people get angry about it. They're like, you should have warned me ahead of time. Now I have to wash my sheets. I'm like, fuck, well, it doesn't always happen. And I didn't know it was going to. Yeah. Also, I feel like sex just can be messy. And that's kind of a part of it. That's kind of what you're signing up for. I would argue you should wash your sheets after anyway, probably. Thank you. So true. That's that's my Maybe just wash your sheets. 
Thank you so much for listening to the end of this very long episode. You've learned so much about us. I mean, that's this is the reward for getting to the end. I have never squirted on someone else's sheets, but I've like bled on people's sheets multiple oh, times. Oh, yeah. When I was a kid, I bled all over someone's carpet, like white carpet <laughs> no. in their living room. Oh, my God. Um, and they took a real like, hard from time. from your getting... period? Oh, or... yeah. No. Well, okay. I have endometriosis, <laughs> but obviously okay, when I was yeah. a kid, it was undiagnosed. I bled. I like had heavy, the heaviest flow out of anyone That's I ever so knew. And like I there was nothing that like could it stop it. Probably looked slept. like a murder scene. I'm literally. imagining like the scene from Carrie. Yeah, no, literally. Imagine being that and a child sleeping oh. over at friend's house. I was so mortified. Well, oh. speaking of, we're children, really getting into bl- bodily fluids here. Speaking of children, <laughs> should we do our last question? Yes. I yes. think we should. Well, so I wanted to close this out by asking: Now that season of the bitch is five years old, old enough to start school. What kind of kindergartner would this podcast This is be? such an important question. It is. It. So my just like immediate thought when I heard this question is that like she definitely has one of those really like cute, neat pencil cases and it's full of like perfectly sharpened colored pencils. And then she carries around coloring <laughs> Are you books saying at some of our times? co-hosts have um, some compulsive tendencies and it needs to be perfectly? I mean, two of, two of us have diagnosed OCD <laughs> on this call. Have diagnosed OCD? I don't know. I don't. Oh, I don't either. I, I thought for some reason OCD. I thought you were talking about it, Ozzy, to me. That's why I was like. I feel it. Like, I think we were talking about it, but I'm not diagnosed. Okay, sorry. Well, you can still have it if you want. I'm, no, not, trying, sorry, I'm not trying to take your valor. Don't gatekeep OCD, <laughs> Zoe. Personally diagnosed when I was seven. Okay, so I'm referring to myself. Um, well, I was a late bloomer. <laughs> It took me until 22 Ooh. not to brag. My ADHDS is like, no way that thing would be perfectly sharpened. <laughs> okay, there's colored pen. I'm going to scrap that. There's colored pencils and there's a coloring book. And I think the coloring book is Mark's themed. But also, apparently this is based off the co-host. I thought it was based off the cloud of vibes. That's the podcast. No, I think you're correct. No, I'm not, I'm not challenging it because I think that is a part of the cloud. I think the perfectly sharpened is an element. It doesn't happen, mm-hmm. doesn't doesn't have to be all of us, right? Mm-hmm. But it I think is the podcast is perfectly sharp. Yeah, there you it, go. So true. Um, I would like to say that she oscillates between wearing all black and every single color of the rainbow. I love that. I think that she's one of those kids that's like kind of a smart ass that like mm-hmm. knows all of the dinosaur names, you know? I might be just basing this on I was going to say, so she's Kellen. So she's me. <laughs> <laughs> no, but like like that same vibe where you're like, oh, like what's your favorite animal? And she's like, oh, a raccoon. Did you know that they wash their food with their hands and rub yes. off all the dirt and then slowly nibble it to make sure that they digest all of it quickly enough, but like not too fast? Just like knows all the shit. Um so that and then also like probably learn to read at like four months old yeah. i would guess yeah absolutely i think just spitballing here not based off me potty trained herself at 18 months thought that <laughs> yeah Wait, can i share <laughs> also i feel like really quick, not going really- to be friends with any mean people absolutely standing up for all of the little weirdo freaks that are her hell friends yeah. hell yeah I just realized the podcast is a Virgo. <laughs> you know, and Zoe, I, I mean, think, look. To be fair, we started, we connected in, in Leo season. 
No, but she was born. Of she Virgo. was born. She of was Virgo. born a Virgo. And you know what? That's but we that's... recorded her in Leo season. We released in Virgo. Season. Yeah, so well, she's it's not about the conception, is it? No, she's a Virgo. <laughs> she could be a she could be like a Leo moon or rising, but she is a Virgo, you know. She's and I Virgo. think that's something Zoe's gonna have to like talk to their therapist about. I just might. <laughs> she's out this week. <laughs> oh no! Oh, no, the worst timing. Uh, I mean, this is making me think we need to do like an astrology reading for the podcast, though. Yes. Yes, we do. Okay, but there's discrepancies on whether it's when we released or when we recorded the first. I think it's released. No, it's released because like recorded is like out. the conception. It comes out. Okay. Yeah. I'm doing a little motion with my hands. I feel reckon- like the release it's would the be birth. the only thing that's like one specific time. Agree. Yeah. Place, and we can reference. Maybe we can whoever back uploaded it. That can be the, the location. Yeah. All right. All right. I would just like it. to say. That if you are interested in hearing the astrology roast of our podcast, <laughs> where we roast our kindergarten-aged daughter. Yeah. Um, <laughs> right. Correct. Who also <laughs> is a podcast. <laughs> um, that will be a Patreon-only episode that I assume we'll do at some point in the future. And the only way to get Smart access village. to it... <laughs> <laughs> going to our patreon which is patreon.com slash season of the b right season of the b bitch bitch Bitch. (laughs) patreon with this curse i always forget patreon.com slash season of the bitch i am so sorry this is like laura for the listeners at home was off screen cracking up just yelling bitch it's it's been five years i should know this by now um patreon.com slash season of the bitch if you want to contact us for whatever reason, you can email us at seasonofthebe at gmail.com. We don't check email that often. How old do you think we are? Um, we're very busy with a five-year-old. Um, you can also reach out to us on Instagram or Twitter where we are at season of the B. Um, and, uh, you know, the most important things throw us some money throw us some money on patreon we've got bills to pay we have a, a kindergartner and those expenses really run up and we've you been... know we don't have health care if you're me uh, so <laughs> also that so... our child does not have health care if our you would child like to give a five-year-old health care yes and also several 20-somethings and 30-somethings please please give us your money Yes. Also, if you want the podcast to to last some more years, yeah, another five years. So true. Five. Do you want years. to see it to its quinceanera? <laughs> <laughs> Do you want to see it turn twenty one and learn to drink for the first time? <laughs> oh God! <laughs> what would We're our fifties like at that drunk. point? Okay. Oh my God! It's fine. Everything's We've fine. Um, just go to Patreon. <laughs> the moral of the story. Love you. I love y'all so much. Love you so I love you all. Much. Love you. Bye. 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 Season of the bitch.